I'm just gonna do that the whole show. That's all I got for you today. <laughs> it's so tempting I'm, to do it. I'm so I'm just it's been it's been a day. Okay. I have had I've had a day. All right. I need some spa time. I need some me time. I I just I just need I need a little I just need a break, okay, guys? Could you light a candle or something in here, please? Something relaxing? Bottle of the bubbly, you know, would be nice. Some mimosas. Something relaxing for our audio audience. Tell us where we are, Levac. Where, where do you want to lay down right now? Oh, we're in, we're 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 at the MVP Arena. We are at the home of the Albany Empire. Uh, we are we are feverishly working to to prepare the season for you. Sixty days till the first game, the home opener of the season. Um, we will be hosting. All right, this might most people might not know this yet, right? We're going to be hosting the Carolina Cobras. Sure. Little little change. It was going to be the Jacksonville Sharks. Uh, we decided to go. Uh, we'll beat you later. We want the Cobras for game one. So Ooh. we're going to get the Cobras for game one. Uh, that's April 23rd. Get your season tickets now. 518 714 2200 extension 101 or 105. We really don't care. Just call anyone. We'll sell you tickets. Um, <laughs> we just want people here. You know what I mean? We just want people here enjoying the game. That's what we want. Cheer on the Empire. So 60 days away, kick off the season days. Um, and uh, we got Coach Manas coming up on today's uh, show about uh, if for those of you watching, seeing that we are in the Empire offices, uh, welcome. Uh, for those of you listening, we're in the Empire offices and Coach is going to is going to dial in. Um, he's a slightly older gentleman. So asking him to use StreamYard is going to be very interesting. <laughs> He goes, like, Zoom? I go, very similar to Zoom. Just He's going to send you a link. You click the link. I click the link. Yeah, you just click the link. You're in, coach. Better be that easy. I emailed him and just didn't hear back. I got no questions. I'm like, we're going to see how this goes. I think it's going to be fine. And I got some questions about some roster ads he's already had. I'm going to hype up some players. I'm sure coaches love that preseason before a player shows up that they haven't put any work in yet of how great they are. So (laughs) I'm sure that'll tick him off. That's okay. That's my job as a media member. He loves his guys. He's one of those, like, coaches famous for the love your coaches, like your players. He loves his players. He does. He's a big softy. That's what Coach is. Big softy. Here, uh, it's, a, it's a Tech East Tuesday, even though we're at MVP Arena, and it is a Feel the Love February show. It's the last one. Last chance to win some flex tickets to check out an amazing game for the Albany Empire here at MVP Arena. Feel the love. It's right here, lower. Feel it. I would play the song from The Lion no, King, no. but we don't have the rights to that. Do you feel sick in the stomach right now? All right, that's better. Good. Change the lyrics. Yeah. Beats the same. That works. The same. I can do whatever I want. What do they what do, do, do? Back? do? You, you haven't even done a show until you get a cease and desist. You haven't even done. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't received a cease and desist, are you even on air? Is it even a thing? Come on. I'm not risking that. But all right, here's what you do. Tech East. Yeah. You go there. Facebook page. You like it. Yeah. And then you leave a comment on this video that's on there and you have a chance to win Empire Flex tickets. I would uh, I, I I would love if the comment was, you know, thanks, babe. That's what I would love. That's all I ask. I don't ask a lot. I like that. Did we, you see that today? 
I spent I spent a good chunk of my day working with Christina, the hood choreographer of the Albany Empresses, getting them their gear they need, making sure we get the boots and the shoes and stuff like that. Um, I'm a dance mom, yeah. Uh, so the one website where we ordered it from, it ends with your order's on the way. Thanks, babe. So now, like um, our buddy Hal from Fox, <laughs> Coach Hal, he's he's texting me a few times today, and every one of them has ended with thanks, babe. Every single one of them. So if if uh, anybody wants to say thanks, babe. I'm open for it. Feel the love. Right. Feel the love with this babe over here. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'll take any compliment I can get. I don't yeah. care if it makes sense or not. Uh, I don't. Later in the show, when we do Q and A to end the day, we've got some weird comments from our weekend show. I thought, you know, it's a great idea. Let's try something different for the weekend. We'll <laughs> tape the show. We'll see how the react. I'm going to save some of those bizarre comments for later in the show. That okay, you good. and I have had good. some farm animals. Uh, some people want. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'll just leave it there. That's what's happened. Over I don't know if days. you can just throw farm animals out there as part of Field of Love February and not elaborate slightly. Uh, no, I'm not going to. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Gonna. No matter how bad I want to know, you're not going to tell me, huh? No. All right. I'll move along. Just keep it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, Levac. I want to get to this before we get to coach. I know coach has already, he's connected. He's good. I don't know if we want to jump on it early. Do you want to go early? We can. It's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. I don't make coach wait. Coach, coach Ross waits for no man. I said, Hey coach, what's going on? We're, we're, we're in this weird now. Like the way this is set up. Hey fellas, how you doing? Good seeing you. I just took over the getting there with guys thing because that, that worked better, but we'll we'll kick it back. Uh, coach, it's, uh, it's good to see you. I know you're over there in, uh, in Michigan getting Michigan. the thing together. Um, the I want to I want to give you kind of like an overview of what I'm hearing from a bunch of different people. Uh, you've signed every person who's ever put on a pair of cleats and caught a football or thrown one. Uh, so how many people on the roster right now for the Albany Empire? Uh, actually, um, we're at 35 today. Um, but with the, before we go any further, are you in my office? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, you're, aren't you in your office technically? I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. When you okay. left, you said, please don't go in my office without your pants on. I have pants on. So, <laughs> okay. I might have to get a new chair, but okay. Yeah. We're all right. <laughs> yeah. We, um, well, you're closest to the Wi Fi. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, we're at 35 players right now. Um, but, um, a couple things like I told the coaches early on, um, we're going to get some grief for signing, you know, the number of players we're signing early, but mark my words, we're going to lose players the closer we get to the season for whatever reason. Um, some, some young people, um, decide to stay home and, and they got a good job and they don't want to leave their families. Um, some guys have aspirations bigger, um, than, than the empire, um, uh, whatever the circumstance, we're going to lose players. So we lost um, and, and upgraded, if you will, uh, about four or five players uh, about a month and a half ago. And then we replenished. And now we have the USFL draft today and tomorrow. And we have five players on our roster that are eligible to be drafted today or tomorrow. So if those young men go, um, we have another five that we'll be bringing on um, that we have on our board right now. So, um, you know, last year, Jeff, we had we had two weeks to put a roster together. Right. And um, we did a pretty good job 
Um, we were fortunate in a lot of respects. But this year, when you have almost seven months, you, you want to make sure you do it right. And so we built a roster um, that I think personally could beat last year's team. Right. And and that's what every coach aspires to every year to build a roster that's better than the one you had previously. That's not taking anything away from the 2021 guys. They were fantastic. But we want to keep evolving. And with Ironman football, you're you're recruiting a different athlete, you know, um, so that that's where we go. I love it. We got Coach Manos with us right now. It's a it's a it's a Techies Tuesday, but we we have invaded your office here at the MVP arena. There, there's one sign in particular, Coach, that I think fans, especially here in the Capital Region's eyes, might have lightened up a little bit hearing that he's going to be on the Empire Squad. Antoine Grant. I want to make sure I pronounce that right because sometimes the spelling gets a little thrown off there. Former Atlantic City Blackjack from the previous Arena Football League, then a Columbus Lion who played really well against you guys. Now he's a part of the Empire. Take us through that sign and what it could mean for your offense in 2022. Well, as you know, we re-signed Darius Prince, and um, the knee-jerk reaction after signing the best offensive player in the league last year is, okay, we're all set. We can stop <laughs> it. Um, but what, the one thing that got me was actually, um, it was a podcast, I heard. And somewhere, it was middle of the week, um, that week uh, I signed uh, Grant. And someone said, you know, these guys, these quarterbacks, uh, I think they had just signed Mason. Uh, Columbus had re-signed Mason, Espinoza. And I started going through my papers and I said, well, who's left to sign from a wide receiver standpoint? And one of those guys I looked up was Grant, who was still a free agent. And um, I thought, boy, if we could put him next to Darius – um, how special could that be? Um, including, you know, we have Jordan Williams, we have Epps, um, we have uh, another young man, Joe Powell, who from Oklahoma that uh, has played wide receiver and DB um, at a very high level. So we're we're looking at it, and I'm thinking, well, let's let's let let's get Antoine signed. And we'll see if, if he's interested in coming and working with, uh, you know, our quarterbacks and, and Darius and the other receivers. And he couldn't have been more. I mean, it, it was just such a smooth negotiation, smooth conversation. He's very articulate. He's bright. He knows what he wants. Um, he gives you all the, you know, all the tangibles that a coach looks for. In, in your conversation. So it was really, a, a you know, an understanding. Now, that being said, um, and, you know, he expressed to me that he was putting his hat in the ring for the USFL. And I said, well, I understand that. But, um, you know, if you don't get drafted in the USFL, um, are we somebody you'd consider? And he said, oh, no, coach. He goes, you're you guys are it. I want to come and play for you. And I said, okay, well, go ahead and sign with us. Um, of course, we'll wish him well the next 48 hours. Um, but if it doesn't happen, he'll be with us. If it does happen, he'll go to the USFL. If he goes to the USFL and things don't work out, we retain his rights. He comes back to us anyway. 
So how could I be, you know, how couldn't I sign him? You know, it was a win-win for that young man and for us. Coach Bass with us right now. And, and Coach, it's – forgive me if I'm if I'm mistaken on this, but aren't we still basically a, a defensive team? Like the amount of talent you have on the defensive side of the ball this year is phenomenal. Even though you've added to your Air Force to, you know, 2.0, the defense looks phenomenal. Yeah, well, um, Coach Ware, uh, our offensive coordinator – um, who I think is the best offensive cre- coordinator in indoor football, let alone the NAL. Um, Coach Ware is uh, – him and I battle all the time. And I said, you know, I'm getting all these receivers for you. You're getting all the guys you want. You're getting the quarterback you want. You're getting all this. And I said, but, you know, the defense is building – you know, because I had already – I started with the defense early. There's a reason for that. I'm the defense coordinator this year. So (laughs) I was just going to say that. Uh, Who's our DC? (laughs) So really, although I'm not in charge of the checkbook, um, I do have access to it. (laughs) So so my thought was, um, you know, let's build a a really great defense this year. And then um, I know offensively we're going to be we're going to be successful but let's let's concentrate early on on the defense, which we did. And um, I'll tell you what, man, we're going to be hard to beat. We really are, um, both sides of the ball. And a lot of these kids uh, have gotten, you know, since we've signed them, they've been working on their craft, playing both sides of the ball, training and whatnot. And we're going to camp here in a few weeks, so anxious to see how they compete. And the crazy part about it is out of these 35 guys, we're going to have to have to have 10 of these guys go home that could probably start for every other team in the league. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun pair down for you when you get to it, when you get to dealing with camp here uh, in the cap region. Um, it, it has been so much fun to watch you put this team together. I, I love, like I'll run into people in supermarkets and gas stations. And it's like, great job signing Darius Prince. And I'm like, thank you very much. It was hard work. <laughs> it was like, and then I'll instantly go, no, no, Coach, co- the you know, Coach Manas and and his crew—they do all the roster. That's why the roster looks so good. The rest of this, you know, if you want to start doing this stuff, it probably look a little better as well. But um, I don't think so. You, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna be you're gonna be here soon, and we're we're what we're sixty days away from the home opener, which means we're about what thirty eight days away from camp, something like that. Yeah, I mean, um, I got so excited. I I. I think that today we talked about it and I'll be there in a week and um, I'm coming in early. So to help button up some things and, and just make sure that when the coaches arrive um, around the 21st, um, everything's done and we're set and ready to pull the trigger. Um, Then we'll have about a week of privacy as far as coaching goes where we can get ready. And then the players are set to report April 1st. So uh, I know I spoke to Mike and you earlier, Jeff, and I know I think we talked about maybe doing something fan something during the course of camp where the fans can come out and either watch a practice or get a chance after practice to be around the players and meet them. Because we've got some, I mean, we've got my Jamaican bobsled sprinter, you know, guy that, uh, uh, yeah, uh, McKenzie, um, you know, I just can't wait to see that kid run, you yeah. know. Is he, is he actually too? Uh, yeah, I, I know I asked you this already, like between you and I, but in in public, is he too fast for a fifty yard field? I I thought that until I saw his forty, which was four two, and I said, <laughs> no, he's too perfect. 
Yeah. He ran a four- the Raiders haven't signed him yet, huh? Okay, all right. <laughs> he, ran all right. A, he ran a clocked electronic four two three forty. And I, I, I thought I was impressed until he told me his hundred meters was ten point nine or something like that. Ridiculous, you know. And and he holds he holds three high school world records. I mean, you know, two. So um the thing about him is uh, the way it started, <laughs> funny story. He said, I get a lot of clips from yeah. guys. Okay. I can, I'm getting good at rap music because all of them have rap music on it. <laughs> so, uh, I, I got a clip from him and it was grainy and it was uh, okay, but you know, I couldn't really tell. So I kind of blew it off and I didn't look at it for about a week. And then I got back to it and I was cleaning up my, my inbox and I saw it again. So I said, okay, I'm going to watch it. And I watched it. I thought it was CGI. I thought it was CGI because I thought the defensive backs that were guarding him were putting ultra slow motion and he was putting fast motion. And um, these are D1 and D2 defensive backs that he was breaking their ankles, running by them. He took off just to run a deep post. And as soon as he took off, he was 15 yards past the guy. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I I want to give this kid an opportunity. You know, I want to, you never know where that diamond is in the rough, right? And the worst case scenario, best case scenario is the kid does great, makes the team, and you know, he's a story. Worst case scenario is the kid got a chance to compete for a job on a professional football team. And and you know, no coach in America is gonna say no to that speed, bringing a guy into camp. You know, um, it, it's just uh, it, it's just silly. But we got stories like that all over the place, you know, with these guys. Um, the nice thing about it is a lot of our fans, I hope, are recognizing a lot of the names that come up when we've signed them. Um, they're very successful athletes and they've done a good job. So I, I, I kind of I just want to see this kid in high motion one time. Like if he's at full speed at the line of scrimmage oh. <laughs> Oh, filthy nasty. I just can't wait. I have so many more questions for Coach, but I feel like the broadcast for this season, I want to save some of these storylines for the broadcast. I can't wait to find out more about these guys' so, personalities. So and No, so it's not selfish. selfish. I color need, commentary I need, over yeah, here. Yeah, I need, I need some color commentary stuff for the season, so I cannot wait for Coach to arrive and have all Nobody these watches stories. our crappy podcast. Ask him whatever no, you want. Nobody no, will I'm know good. by then. Coach did a great <laughs> job there. I can't wait to see Coach coming up very soon. So. No, that, the thing about it is, is that, um, you know, you want to be able to tell people, um, you know, that we we've done a good job as a as a staff, as a team. Um, when you get ready to go to camp, you want to feel like you've done everything right. You know, um, I equate everything in my life. Uh, I use military analogies all the time because of my background. And, you know, one of the things I told the coaches today is, the last thing you want to do is you don't want to show up to camp and not have the right ammo or not be ready to go. Um, as long as we're in the fight and we've got the ammunition, we there's no reason we shouldn't accomplish our goals. Our goals are very simple. We want to go 14-0. and 0. We want to have the highest scoring offense. We have want to have the lowest points allowed defense, and we want to win it all. That's our goal. Anything other than that would just be minutia. We're just, you know, for the sake of filling space. No, that's our goal. If we don't achieve our goal, we fail. So we have, you know, we're hard on ourselves. So all these guys that 
uh, get on the social media and say, sign this guy and sign that guy, you know, bring back this guy or bring back that guy. Sometimes they just don't know the whole story. You know, um, we have players that have approached us that wanted from last year that wanted to play and had very hard, honest conversations with them that um, two way playing makes this game not right for them, you know, and that if they feel like they want to continue on, we'll do everything in our power to help get them on a team that doesn't have two way Ironman roles and, and do that. But so it's not because of want or likable or fan favorite. It's just because they may not fit what we're trying to do. So and that, that is one thing, like big compliment to you, Coach Manas, is, is I've, I've been in the room while coaches from other leagues, other teams, whatever, have called and asked for your, you know, your help or players have called and said, look, I know I don't work there because you've got X, Y, and Z. Can mm-hmm. you help me? And you've always extended, you know, your phone book to them and helped them get in touch with the right people. So, um, it, you know, it, it scares me as a guy who wants to, wants to watch everything win, but I love when it works, I see how it works and is there really is nobody else in the league who can say anything except for the fact that if they call you for help, you give it to them. hundred percent. Um, I, I'm old school and that's, that's how we coach. Um, I can't speak for other coaches, but, um, you know, we have a lot of coaches like that actually, uh, that are left. You just don't, you, you don't really hear about what they do behind the scenes. And I read an incredible article about Nick Saban today, um, with, um, there's an 80 year old defensive line coach that he calls every year to brings him in as a consultant to help him to help coach Saban, you know, and then coach Saban will call another team and say, Oh, you got to use this guy. He's the absolute best. And he's been doing it for 30 years with them. You know, it's a great article. So, you know, my biggest thing right now is trying to keep people, um, you know, understanding that, our final roster is dictated by a lot of factors. And right now, the biggest factor is the USFL draft. Yep. Okay, it's, it's not other teams in the NAL. It's not other. I, if anybody signs one of our players in another, you know, from our team last year in the NAL, it's because we didn't want to sign them. Okay. Um, and it's nothing personal against the player. It's just it didn't fit what we're trying to do this year. The only thing that we're working on now is getting through this USFL thing, which I was in the USFL when it was the USFL and we were owned by billionaires and we still went bankrupt. So (laughs) good luck. (laughs) (laughs) In the New York times today uh, or maybe yesterday it was uh, Fox is not the majority owner of the USFL. Right. They're, they're minority owners in the USFL. Right. And it's funny how they came out right before the draft. <laughs> they really hold that back as long as possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all this time, everyone's thinking, oh, Fox owns them. They're going to get great. That's, you know what? Any opportunity for a young man to keep playing football, I'm 100% behind. I'm 100% behind it. And if the kids want to explore the USFL, um, great. You know, no pun intended, but you got to love Birmingham, Alabama, because that's where you're going to be for the next 12 weeks. So um, I hope it works out for them. And, and I do. And I mean that non-sarcastically that they get an opportunity to keep playing ball. And if not, I hope they come home to Albany. 
Love it. All right. Well, coach, we'll see you very, very soon. Looking forward to it. Excited to have you back in the cap region. And, uh, you know, I'll let, I'll let your good friend Roger Weiland know you're going to start calling his show soon. Uh, and all those other people that are ready, you're ready for them. So, well, Wyland wants you on. I think he said like Mondays at 10:30. So I'll let him know you're gonna be around, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll even sneak up on him a couple times. He likes that. There you go. It'd be it'd be my pleasure and uh, get out of my office. All right, I, I'll leave you with that. I, I just I don't remember where I left my underwear. As soon as I find those, I will <laughs> make sure you shut the lights and close the door. All right. Yeah, I got like four. I got four cans of Lysol. I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Thank Coach, you. we'll see you soon. All right. Take care now. Bye. <laughs> you too. There he goes, Coach Tavanaz of the Albany Empire. He's I, he, We were talking today, and I'm at – you know this. I'm at stress level 75 because this is – this point last year, I was still doing a sports talk show, and all this work was being done. So now I'm seeing it. I'm trying to get it done. I was talking today. I'm like, Coach, how would you get this done? What do I do here? Whatever. He goes, back. I'm coming. I'm just going to get there. I'll help you. I'm like – I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Boots Co- on the ground, baby. Let's roll. That's right. Coach's arrival is not the only thing happening very soon. Ooh. How about the Lily and David annual oh. wedding band event? My friends over at Lily and David, there's my wedding band right there. there, is, there Just is. a few years ago, I was at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, and now you can as well. I stop in all the time, get the great gifts, whether it's anniversaries, holidays, the big Christmas gift. Now, March 4th and March 5th, guys, the wedding band event. If you've already proposed to the special somebody and she's your fiance, now you've got to take the next step, save some cash with this wedding band event going on. March 4th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and March 5th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their new location, the Shops of Wilton. How about this deal for you? Buying one, get one free special. Or if it benefits you more, you buy one 40% 40% off. I'm telling you, they're going to do the math for you. Whatever benefits you more, trust me. For some <laughs> oh, that's Gaza's fear. Do I have to, like, am I the one who has to decide, like, come up with a number that's the discount? Because if that be the case, I'm just going to lose money. So can you do that? Please, somebody, Alyssa, help me. <laughs> somebody here, help me. The Lily and David annual wedding band event going on at their new locations, the Shops of Wilton, March 4th and March 5th. For more information, check them out on Facebook, Lily and David Fine Jewelers Facebook page, two for one wedding band. I did it. I took advantage of the sale. Guys, if you're prepping for your wedding, do that same thing. Mark down your calendars for those things you're checking off. Wedding band event, March 4th and March 5th at their new location, the Shops of Wilton. When you stop in there for the wedding band event, or even if you're celebrating that birthday, holiday, anniversary, more, Tell me you heard it from LeVac and Goss here on the show. I, I just envision, so you know Alyssa, I know Alyssa, I love her. Like, you're talking about just a no-nonsense, like, but, like, a guide. You know what I mean? She, yeah. like, like her confidence is infectious, and her sitting there telling you, like, okay, this if this is your budget, this is what we're looking for. If your budget's over here, this is, like, she's so she's so good at just getting things done. Should we get a championship again? I want her to come in and measure ring sizes. Can you imagine okay. her with some of these players? Like, just give, just give, give me your stupid finger. Just, get, <laughs> get out. Get your get out. It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be perfect. Get the hell out of here. Beat it. <laughs> Good. Lily and David Fine Jewelers that have that happen. And you know what? You go in there and say, "Hey, if the Empire win a championship, can I, can I order my ring here before the players and coaches even?" Don't do. start ordering your own ring crap. I've okay. done with that. That's no. no you, don't do that. I Not like the, Drake for the Raptors. I, I order the rings. That's Fair it. Enough. I order the rings. That's that's it. <laughs> um that's that's the end of the story right right then right there uh all right let's i i think this is a stupid question that you've asked i'm gonna put it up on the banner aaron Rodgers is a weird guy right 
No, he's completely normal. There's nothing wrong with him at all. Like, he's, I'm just salt of the earth. Oh, God, he stinks. <laughs> he is so terrible, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers, right? I'm all excited today because, because of my schedule. The wife and my son are back in Syracuse. She's got some time off from school, so she's visiting some relatives today. So, like, you know what? I'm going to move my schedule around for editing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? Rodgers just went on social media and has this long post on Instagram about the gratitude about how he feels about everybody and blah blah so it's basically like somebody announcing they're going to retire okay yeah. or somebody's leaving the green bay packers right doesn't do it he goes on the pat mcafee <laughs> show and if mcafee and rogers are in on this together like they're trolling people great because their viewers were through the roof. Everybody's waiting for Rodgers. You can imagine every NFL reporter with nothing here in mid-February. Like, Ooh, I'm going to be the first right, to tweet it. Right. I'm going to live tweet Pat McAfee out of the gates. McAfee asked him a question, and Rodgers is like, I'd just like to say right off the front, I haven't made any decisions about anything yet. Like, <clears throat> okay, you troll. My <laughs> God. Could you I, make can it you more blame about him, yourself? Yeah, but hold on. Like, I actually, of all the stupid and annoying things that he does, this one bothers me the least. Because the trolls on the internet, because the people who say the most terrible things ever, because the jackasses who never let one little morsel of negativity go, the fact that he got them all, good, good. You're just mad because you had your tweet written. Yes, it is. You, yeah, you, <laughs> you had Rogers retires, hashtag Godzilla Media. Like you were ready. Okay. Uh, check it, tune in to LeVac and God, say 430, Tech East Fire Water Restoration Facebook, uh, Godzilla YouTube, as well as the Empire Twitter to get our response to. Aaron Rodgers retiring. That's right. And then you had to race it. It's like a save draft. Like this, it's in there still. So I'll save it for next week if he goes back on. He's. <laughs> I watched. Um. I actually watched some of the Saturday Night Lives recently, and they did this whole thing on like the social media campaign that Russia's using about the uh, the Ukraine, and one of it was like, "Hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers," and it's like this whole thing, like I'm NFL footballer Aaron Rodgers, and they're going through it all, and they're like. How'd they get a guy that looks so much like Aaron Rodgers? No, we think that actually was Aaron Rodgers. And it like caught me because he is he's weird enough that you just imagine if they were like, hey, you can host Ukrainian or Russian Jeopardy if you do this video for us. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, why not? As well, it's Jeopardy. Like, Jeopardy's Jeopardy. Yeah, like in, in the weirdness, like that's exactly something up. The weirdness of Rodgers, and I think weird is the right term. He talked about his two-week yoga meditation cleanse he was on. That's why he decided to go to social media and post about shut up. No, you, you just love attention. You love when people talk about you. By the way, this cleanse that Rogers was talking about, this two-week cleanse, according to reports, it involves three days of glee therapy, which means you evacuate on both ends, a therapeutic vomiting, laxative therapy, three days of herb drops in your nose, yoga and meditation. Like Many days of enemas. Yeah, that was on there, too. So... <laughs> You realize that if you put therapy after something, it doesn't make it okay. Vomit therapy is still vomiting. It's actually, I think it's called bulimia, to be honest with you. Like, and as somebody like, and here's TMI for everybody, uh, who just did a colonoscopy. Look, I'm clean. Trust me. You don't need to do the vomiting and everything else. It's all out. You don't have to. I still don't think everything works right yet. The plumbing is still on their own. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it was, you've heard of Blitzkrieg. It was like Shit's Creek. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know. Eugene Levy's kid was in here. It's Shit's Creek. I don't know. It was bad. <laughs> like, that does not sound good at uh, any level. Like, because you got to make sure you're taking probiotics and everything too, because you have good bacteria that you lose in situations like that. Listen, I'll give you health advice. I'm morbidly obese. I know what I'm talking about. 
If you ever want diet advice, just start talking about losing weight around fat people. We will we will light you up with all the information you don't need. Those who can't do teach kids. I want Aaron Rodgers to just knock it off, man. And maybe he won't. Maybe this is his whole thing. Like he's gonna drag it and drag it on for the next two months. Like, oh, just on and on. Is he ever gonna retire? Is he not? Then he got on there and said, like, well, you know, I'm going to make my decision soon because the best player at a certain position, number 17, has got to get franchise tagged or not. So I got to decide whether or not I'm leaving. Okay, then do it right now. Then what, what is this, like, hype up next time on the Pat McAfee show? They like, have, like, the old daytime drama, yeah. op, you know, soap opera music playing in the background. Will Aaron decide to retire or will he not? Da-na. Shane Lee Woodley's left him. What has about Shane Lee? Yeah, they broke up. They're, uh, they're all done. If... if- if Divergent and Rogers can't make it in this world, who can? Who can? I mean, really? I thought that was a real one. I thought that was going to be good. Um, I my my dream for all of this, as anyone who's ever listened to Levac and Gaz, whatever it's come through, whether it be radio waves, you know, YouTube, uh, you know, is in the background of porn. Um, I love chaos. I love chaos. I hope that because Denver hired Nathaniel Hackett in hopes to get Rodgers. Rodgers stays in Green Bay, but does it in such a way that it, it ticks off Parker and he leaves for Vegas. So no one gets what they want except for Vegas. That's what I want. That's that's what I want. I wanted that. I want no one but me to get what they want. For once, I want to be the one who gets what I want. I want. You know what? I, I'm okay with that theory. Here's my least favorite theory. Okay. Because of the Rodgers contract situation now. Just, everybody I, just goes back to Green Bay? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't want Rodgers to leave Green Bay and, like, they put out this press statement, like, Aaron Rodgers has done all these things for us for 15. They basically cut him, right? They basically say, we can't, we're done with the right, Rodgers stuff. Right. If you guys thought the Favre thing was bad, look what Rodgers is doing. If right. you thought, I'm going to retire, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to just kind of tease at it. And then Rodgers, like, day after day, well, you know, I've thought about the Denver politics. Well. I thought about the state of Tennessee. Bob, oh my, just, just enough. This is not shut up and dribble. This is not, I don't want to like mix sports and politics. This is just a guy parading around with a forum every day. Like right. it's just bizarre. It's not good. I don't even know if I want to start criticizing McAfee at this point. He's getting his, no, he's, he's doing his, his job. Yeah. He's doing his job. Uh, question for you though. Everything you just said about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to go to Tampa Bay? Like I said, he's a great quarterback, and he should play for Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if you go? Can you imagine you go from you know you you've got Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers. You went from years of like, you know, I was your quarterback, and now it's like two of the greatest. Right, right, right. He in won't a row. do it. It's too much about Brady. It's not about him. He won't do it. Uh, Ryan McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers did yoga and ayahuasca on a retreat. Did he also buy one of Gwyneth Paltrow's scented candles at the gift store? Um, I, he might have done it through Uber Eats and then ate it, and then now everyone's mad. I don't know. That was that commercial. I can even joke do like do the weed thing, like he hit something. Like he's so beyond being high. I like, don't I've heard people is. talk about high alaska. Do you do you smoke it? I don't know what you do with it. You neither. I don't either. Like I have no, I have no, no idea. But no, you know what, Rogers, wherever wherever he lands, he's probably gonna be a great realtor. 
And that's why he should get a hold of Cindy Martin. That's right. Cindy Martin, part of the Jen Karam team over at Howard Hanna Realty. Uh, she works locally and globally with, with listen, she's got a network of uh, the best inspectors, attorneys, whatever you need to get in the home. And she'll work with other states. She'll help them out. She's good like that. That's what she does. Uh, Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com is an email. Make sure that you uh, you hit her up because she is amazing. She's, uh, she's a cancer survivor. They just honored her at the Firewalls game. Oh, very cool. Which is very cool, which, you know, stole my thunder because we were going to do that uh, coming up for the Empire Tackles cancer game. You still can. Okay, good. I, was, I, was, I just needed somebody to approve it because then I felt weird. Um, <laughs> but you can call her up, 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558. She is the best realtor. 17 years of survivor. If she kicked cancer's ass, imagine what she can do for you selling or buying your next home. Cindy Martin, Howard Hanna, Howard Hanna Realty. Uh, she is uh, looking to you know, be your realtor, take good care of you. When you're one of her people, that's what she does. She takes great care of you. Are you ready for a future with hashtags, ampersands, and equal signs on jerseys? Because the Yankees are about to retire yet another number. 21. Out of here, baby. Paul O'Neill, the warrior. Paul O'Neill, the 21, about to be retired. Um, is there, I mean, like, there was a time when you watched spring training and if you saw a 99, if you saw like if you saw like 70 and up, you're like, that dude is not making the team. Like that's he's got to move heaven and earth. And now, like the one of the best players in the Yankees is 99. And it's I think it's by necessity, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh are you are how do you feel about Paul O'Neill getting his number retired? Not great. By the way, I walk by a lot of those little home run insignias in Camden Yards. You know, when the long ones end and they got that like like brass yeah. home run and it says who it is. A lot of them out there say Paul O'Neill. It's true. He, he <laughs> this is the one Griffey put up on the house. You know what? Never mind. Uh, here's the thing with Paul O'Neill, right? Really good Yankee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, if I had asked you, like, who would know how to do ayahuasca, would you think Ryan McCarthy? No. You brew it like tea. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Supposed to be uh, uh, hallucinogenic or so I've heard. You've totally done it. You, you, you liar. You've done it. You've done it. You might have been doing it last night when you were on your podcast. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we're on to you, Ryan. We'll get to you later, yeah. Ryan. Don't you worry. Hippie. We got some questions about you. Hippie. You. Look, Paul O'Neill is now going to be mentioned in the same breath as Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Derek Jeter. And I'll just stop there. We could go along further. You know, all the people who are out in Monument Park. Is Paul O'Neill on that level of those players? Because if we're going to put Paul O'Neill out in Monument Park, and this doesn't offend me as much as maybe some Yankee fans are being offended by this today because I've seen uh, some of the comments that people are questioning this. Look, you, if you start stacking Paul O'Neill's resume up against other Yankees, is he as good or is it just about championships? I mean, if that, that's it, that's it. Because he was on these successful 90 Yankee teams and he was a part of the, not even the core four, right? Like he was a, No, because core no, four grew up in the, right. in the organization. Like, he was just on the team and he was a contributor so there's gonna be other guys who are far better than him but this is i'm surprised they decided to do this i am considering who else is out there it's not it doesn't it doesn't bother me like i I like to joke about it simply because of the fact that like again you're running out of numbers like you are legitimately running out of numbers to put on jerseys but the paul o'neill saga of of the yankees is one of my favorites like he i (laughs) I loved Roberto Kelly. Like he was the center, speedy center fielder. I thought he was going to be the next Ricky Henderson. Like I thought he was going to be the guy who was going to steal bases and, you know, table set and all that great. And maybe hit with some pop. 
and it didn't really start to come together as fast as you would like. So then I find out that they're trading him for Paul O'Neill. Now, a day, days before, I don't remember exactly how many, a day before this trade is announced, Paul O'Neill has one of the biggest blunder plays in the history of baseball where he's like kicking the ball, his hat falls off, he's kicking the hat, he can't get the ball. Like he just, he looks completely inept. And then they trade one of the guys I was hoping was going to pan out to be a great for him. Paul O'Neill came into to pinstripes with me one eye on hatred. Like I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And won me over so fast. He's one of the few athletes that doesn't fight that gets the nickname, the warrior. And you're good with it. Cause he just, all he did was go out there, string great at bats together. You know, he was a focal point of what made that team so good when you had so many superstars and they still played like lunch pail baseball, like take pitches, work the count, get on base, do all those things. I love that guy for it. So I think he does deserve to be recognized. It's just, again, it's one more number. He's already in Monument Park. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know what else you need, but I'm, I'm, I'm good with it because it's Paul. And he's one of my favorite broadcasters on TV since Phil Rizzuto. Because okay. he's crazy. Uh, see, I like that last part there because that's, that's kind of what it seems like here with Paul Neal. He just seems like a really likable guy. Like everyone, I've never heard anybody bash Paul O'Neill. I've never been like, oh, you know, he's he's the worst. Well, you weren't born yet when I was doing it. Yeah, like I, I get it. Like you were talking about like how he was a baseball player and all that stuff that led to what happened where he is now. Like personality-wise, people seem like they want to be with him. Now, look, look at that 90 Yankee team now, by the way, though. Just ripping through some of these names quick, right? Joe Torre, the manager, Bernie Williams, Jorge Posada, Andy Pettit, Derek Jeter, Paul O'Neill. That's about everybody, right? Did I, did I miss somebody in that 90s Yankees team? Because maybe that's the reason it's really getting retired. Because when you think about those 90 Yankee teams, uh, Mariano Rivera, by the way, is in there, yeah. too. Rivera's yeah. in there as well. He's a little bit before that because of the retirement timelines and everything else. That's about everybody. And maybe that's why it really was, Paul O'Neill's getting retired. Yeah. It was a dynasty. No, I, again, I think I think you he's a, he's a good. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't know who didn't like Paul O'Neill. Like, there's players that, like, all right, growing up, my buddy, who also his name was also Jeff, loved Don Mattingly. And I was like, Don Mattingly's okay, but he loved him so much. I like, you know me, I gotta be a dick. If you like somebody <laughs> that much, I gotta hear. I loved Ricky Henderson. So we would go back and forth. He would tell me how crappy Ricky Henderson was. I would tell him how crappy, you know, the hitman Don Mattingly was. You know, I, we don't even mean it, but it was just it was a thing. Nobody dislikes Paul O'Neill. You either like him or you just ignore his existence. No one dislikes him. And now that we're getting back to a point where you know, hopefully it, everything pans out and we have baseball. There's my favorite thing. What's going to make me watch baseball on TV again, as opposed to listen to on the radio in the backyard with some, with some bourbon and a cigar is there's nothing better than they show cookies or something on the camera. Like somebody's being delivered cookies to a suite or whatever. And then it's like three, two, one, Paul O'Neill. Where do you think those are going? You think we can get some of those over here? Like, <laughs> I, would, I would love some cookies. Like, he just gets, like, he loses. The game means nothing to him all of a sudden because, like, he, you know, he's clearly got ADHD and he wants the cookies. It reminds me of Scooter, Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto would do an entire, like, you'd be like, uh, so there we are. We get the best cannoli and the three, two pitch, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we, you know, he would just, and he would not talk like an inning of baseball would go by, and he would just tell you about cannolis while whoever's doing play by play is sitting there going, uh, three, two pitch, it's uh, it's lined up the middle, it's a base hit to first. And that's when we knew that that was the best cannoli we ever had. And what, like, 
I love there's something about that. It's like watching the game with your grandfather. Like it just makes it more loving, more friendly. And Paul O'Neill's got that vibe. Yeah, and you know what? When you look at through the overall thing with Paul O'Neill and what happened for the Yankee organization, we have to remember this is not the baseball hall of fame or any other type of that. This is an individual franchise honoring players that are great. So, like when I heard this term watered down, no, they didn't water it down. Like you've said from the lead of this conversation. They've already retired a bunch of numbers. They've already honored a bunch of players. This is what the Yankees want to do. This is what they've decided. So, like, if we talk about individual franchises honoring people, I think the Miami Heat retired Michael Jordan's number. They did. They they never played for the Heat. There are some franchises that have retired the number six for their fans because they're the sixth man or the twelfth man. I know it's a Texas A&M thing, but and the Seahawks as well. So this idea of retiring numbers or honoring people or that's individual fan to fan and, and fan base to fan base and all that stuff. So it's almost hard to do that because this is not a Hall of Fame. So do I think Paul O'Neill deserves to be mentioned with those other Yankees? No. But here's the other issue when we move forward. He had success. Like when you start stacking up guys like an Alex Rodriguez or an Aaron Judge mm-hmm. or other Yankees who could potentially win MVPs or Cy Youngs, Garrett Cole you could toss out there. What it really is cool about the Yankee Monument Park is championships. I know yeah. we mentioned Don oh, yeah. Mattingly. That's a little different, but right. that's what the Yankee standard is. Okay, if you win championships for the Yankees, we will take care of you. And that's the coolest thing you can think about as you're a fan of that team. And, and I guess one of the reasons I love guys like that, you know, more than you obviously are an Orioles fan, so you don't know what this is, this success <laughs> thing. But the, to see the guys, you know, for the, the length of time that Don Manley played and the level when he was healthy, he played out for the Yankees, him not to get the ring. You know, the, the years and years I watched, you know, Dave Winfield and, and Jesse Barfield and, you know, Dennis Rasmus is out there and all the Gaddy's out there. Like all these guys who are like really, really good and they didn't get it done. And then this group of Yankees with the homegrown talent in the core four as well as bringing in the guys like the Paul O'Neills, it worked. I don't think it works for a guy like Paul O'Neill. So to see it, to go to go from the, oh, great, another year of my dad taunting me because I love the Yankees too much and I want to cry when they get bounced from the playoffs and they're a 500 team to like, wait, you want another one? <laughs> okay, we want another? We're another? Oh, this is what it felt like? Oh, okay. All right. Sweet. So I'm, I'm my only fear is the day that, that we, we see like hashtags, ampersands, like the like your kids' hand art on the back. That's it's a, right. like it's a giraffe or whatever. Prince symbols, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you just no numbers left or triple digits. And one other thing, real quick, on the O'Neill thing. This outrage, if you want to call it that, I think it's more of just generating conversation with Yankee fans of what the social media blowback is. Isn't A Rod's be way worse? Like if A Rod ever got Monument Park honored, I feel like that would be oh, far more. Oh no, that's not okay. That's not okay. You and, can't and, do what's, that. and what's fascinating about the A Rod thing is that Andy Pettit's out there. And he Ooh. admitted he cheated, but A-Rod also cheated, was more successful, at least statistically, than Andy Pettit. But I, I agree but with the you. the way like, they admitted you. it, too. Like, yeah. Like, do I believe Andy Pettit copped to a lesser crime? Sure. Sure, I do. But he did it. Hey, they told me, take this, you get back on the field faster. So I did it. That's what I did. I there's You gave me, you, you ate it, you said you were wrong. Did you tell me the full truth? I don't know. But I don't have a reason to look deeper because you admitted you were wrong. David Ortiz. Uh, Maybe just do that, Big Poppy. You could just admit that you cheated, David Ortiz, Big Poppy. 
Boston Red Sox, Nate Ramirez, all of you. Um, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Nothing big. Well, before we get to our next topic, I want to tell you about our friend Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance, 518-956-3753. I'd like to see Jared Lozier's face out on a plaque. If they win the best insurance agency in the capital region coming up, Northeastern Insurance, I want to see Jared Lozier honored somewhere, like a Monument Park plaque in Northeastern Insurance. What do you want, to scare children? J-A-R- He's good at insurance and everything, but I don't know if we want you on a plaque of him. That's Ooh. his email, J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Why do we love Jared? Because if in 2022, and whenever you're looking for this, if you want to save some cash, if you want to look through your policies this year and you're wondering, okay, am I spending too much maybe for my insurance policy, my small business, my home, my car, whatever it might be, let him shop the quotes for you. Find out. Wait a second. I can be saving how much money if I decide to switch to this? That's what Jared can do for you. How come when you Google him, every goal, every bald person ever calls it comes up? Mr. Clean, (laughs) Ben Diesel to rock, uh, Bruce Willis now. (laughs) Google Jared Lozier. Do that. L-O-Z-I-E-R and watch what pops up. I I mean, great photos. (laughs) But like, on one hand, I'm kind of impressed that like the computer's just like, oh, the bald guy who sells insurance. Like Mr. Clean, it's pretty good. I don't hate that. 518-956-3753. That's his number, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Say, save money, question mark, free quote, are you bald? Whatever you want to title yeah. the email, Levac and Gaz here from Gaz of the Media. We'd love to hear Jared's response to your email. Last three times I've hung out with Jared, I haven't hated it. Hey, it's there big, you go. Big, There's the biggest win. endorsement you can give. Big, big Hang out with Jared Lowe's here. You won't hate it. You won't hate it. I mean, you might. It took me a while, but now, now I don't. Not as much. Uh, not as much as I hated the NBA All-Star Weekend. Crap. Oh. I loved watching Obi Toppin win. Um, the dunk contest itself sucked. It did. And, and look, the you want to do the so you want to do the good, the bad, the ugly. You want to yes. do it that way. All right. So the good and Having the big man, Carl Anthony Towns, win the three three point uh, the skill, yeah three point shootout. Yeah, he won the skills before, which he it's just him and Steph Curry who have ever done that to win uh, skills and three point shootout. So I thought that was great. That was aside from that, you could have thrown the whole thing away for me. When, that fun. when Carl Anthony Towns is listed as a participant, I'm like, just what are we doing? Why do we have a big guy out there? Like, the I love skill, it. Yeah, it was yeah, great. He right. won. He was, the, he was the biggest underdog to win the whole thing. He went out and won the competition, and there were some really good shooters. And then, as we know, uh, you mentioned the skills comp. They changed the rules for this, too. I know in the yeah. past, Steph had won. They did this combination now that it was like the home team, which was the Cavaliers, the rookies, and the Antetokounmpo's. I didn't, I, you know me, I don't really like change. I was open to this change in the format. I thought it was kind of cool. That was okay. It was pretty that cool. That was okay. So, good the bad i guess i would make i guess i'm i guess i make that the bad just because the only good was carl anthony towns yeah that was the closest thing after that was was that you know what i'll add to the good i think the all-star game itself was good no it wasn't because lebron hits the shot in cleveland to win did you like the shack speech he gave about what it meant for the people that came above him the the nba's top 75 even though some people skipped out on it i thought the nice honoring of the legends was kind of cool Unique, the best, different. The best way to watch the NBA All Star Game this year. Um, former intern, you hired her. She worked with me, Lauren DeMeo. She does. Um, she just cuts for Sports Center now. She's working in Bristol. Nice. Um, have her cut it down to two minutes or less, and that's then watch the All Star Game like that. That's two hours of your life you're never getting back. 
for like two, three good good things. Love, again, Obi Toppin one of the same. I love that. I felt good for Obi. It was good to see the Knicks win something this year. Uh, but three point shootout skills is okay. So all right. So the good Carl Anthony Towns three point three point shootout. The okay uh, skills competition. The bad the dunk contest. The ugly the whole effing show. I mean, realistically, because <laughs> the game brought it all down. It was crap, poop. I was going to put just the dunk contest as the ugly by itself, because even though Obi Toppin won, even though you're excited. Even I though- anytime a Nick wins something, I've yeah. got to love that because it doesn't happen very often. So that's like, you know, I can't make it ugly. I know. I know. I'm aware of the dunk contest tweets and people going nuts. It's a too like lamest thing. The dunk contest isn't what it used to be. Like we get that take every single year or we get the the dunk contest is back. Like, it's one of those two. Here's the other thing, too. Like, the commentary of, like, Reggie Miller and Kenny Smith. and everything. It's the same stuff for 20 years. And I don't know what they could do better. Like, I saw some people ripping on Reggie Miller. Like, he needs this one in the three-point shootout on the first rack. Like, we got it, Reg. We got yeah. it. But like, Kenny Smith, who's not really known as a dunker, breaking down why a dunk is cool. If you have to tell us, it's like a joke, right? If you have to tell us why the dunk is cool, maybe it wasn't I think that you cool. Just, I think you just gave me the, the solution. You gotta go. You gotta go full ESPN on this thing. You gotta have your normal broadcast. Then you gotta have like your Manning cast. But instead Ooh. of instead of Manning, give me like comedians. Like give me Shane Gillis, um, Kevin Hart again. Kevin Hart. And I think Kevin Hart dominates that conversation. Like I think Shane Gillis just giggles like a pothead if he's in there with Kevin Hart. But yeah, Kevin Hart, whoever. Like just give me a bunch of comedians in one, and then. Just your your boy Walton and everybody smoking pot in another one, and let me just bounce around and watch it narrated by different people. DJ Khaled, another uh, one, another one, another yes. one. Oh, Get him out God. there doing it. Uh, here's the thing about the dunk contest: I will probably in uh, six months from now forget how many misses they had, but man, it's a brutal watch. Yeah, like when yeah. guys are missing dunks, and I know the pressure's on, and <laughs> and it is like a borderline national anthem situation where they're like. Uh, you tell people like nobody's listening you'll be fine no no everybody in the arena is watching the person who does the national anthem at least the people who play the sport whatever it might be if you make a mistake that's a part of it right everyone's gonna remember god that anthem was terrible that's a dunk contest if you miss a dunk like no. god this is awful to watch. Right. That's what I, i'll forget yeah. how many dunks they missed but god it's brutal when it's happening also can you imagine being there for that where you're just like sitting there waiting 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 miss dunk wait 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 Okay, dunk. Wait, wait, miss dunk. Like you're just sitting there pretending you care. That would, oh, it would drive me. It would drive me absolutely insane. And even like, let's say the person tries the dunk four times in a row. By the time they get it, you're not even as excited anymore. You're just like, okay, good, you got it. That oh, you did a 360 through the legs. Oh, at least now you got. Like it just demeans the dunk. And I, look, that's easy for me to say watching it, but that's like what it is. Like I've seen you throw down on record for ah. like hoop. I've seen you just do do thunder damage on that thing. We need, uh, you know, this is another tired take, but I would love to see Zion. I would love to see John Moran. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I know that's what I'm saying. You're not going to get that no. back. That's so why I'm saying let the entertainment come from someone else. Yep. Or, or is this this one of the few rare examples of pre-recorded, edit it down, just show me the good shit. Ooh. Like this might be one. That this might be the one. Edit it down. Just show me the good shit. Wow, that is an interesting take that I'm kind of with. Because if we, I had to be right about something. I, no, I love this because guess, guess what? We could go on YouTube, like you mentioned, Lauren. Right? Like that's it. Yeah, you can watch the best. If you had the best of dunks, you know, from the last twenty years, and you put some on, nobody would know how many dunks they missed. No, 
and you could do it. I mean, you could say, here, here's the uncut. Here's just the, the competitive dunks and enjoy. And let the fans vote at home. There you go. That's I don't hate that either. Contest. I don't hate that either. Get Which crazy. Do you like the best? Get crazy. That's what I'm talking about. LeVac and guys, don't let the surroundings fool you. We're here at the Empire offices at MVP Arena. But it is a Tech East Tuesday. It's a Field of Love February. Like Tech East Facebook page. Comment on this post, and you'll be in the running to win yourself a pair of flex tickets to an upcoming home Albany Empire game. Um, Doc Frederick. I've been sleeping. You, have you? Did you you haven't gone yet? Have you? I have not. You do you snore? Does the missus throw the elbows? Yeah, she claims I snore. She claims I've never heard it. I'm, that's what that's the way I was, guys. <laughs> the only thing is, you have such an energy level. I don't. I bet you snore, but don't have sleep apnea. You should get tested though. Do the at home sleep study. It's All easy. Right. Send you home a little lunchbox looking thing. You take it out, put it around the chest. You're sleeping. You get up, put it in a box, drop it back off. They do the readings for you, and then you know. I had severe sleep apnea. My cousin, severe sleep apnea. Mouthpiece, not a mask, no hoses, no wires, no nothing. Plus, you get to see the great people at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot with Dr. Fred Dreher, Lorianne, the crew, Dr. Greer, the whole team. Amazing, great people. But the mouthpiece is the key. I know um, I have so many friends who <laughs> get this. The, they try the mask, the CPAP. And if it, again, if it works, great for you. They hate it. They stop using it. Then they can tell through the machine whether you're using it or not. And then they yell at you for not using it. The only reason that Doc Dreer and the crew would know that I didn't use the the mouthpiece is if I came back home, it didn't work. Because they'd be like, well, that's it. You're the one. (laughs) Because it works. I mean, everybody I know who's done it loves it. Dr. Fred Dreer, the Integrative Sleep Center in Balls and Spa. It's a mouthpiece custom made for you fit for you so it's comfortable can't wait to go back in when i get my new toofy and get mine adjusted because i'll have a full mouth of teeth and i'll be sleeping great i'm taking over the world kids thanks to doc fred Dreer and the integrative sleep center in balsa spa 518-885-6185 that's 518-885-6185 can't wait and so one of these days i'm drunk and get arrested and i tell them that's my phone number uh because <laughs> i know it better than i know my own <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about your pal Jawan Howard? I say pal because you are a Michigan basketball I, fan. I kind of do. You about this do, you wanna, do you want? I would like to hear you explain what had what had happened. All right, so I'm watching this game live, and full disclosure, I turned it off with 20 seconds to go because it was over. Wisconsin was over. It was done, and I go to my phone. I'm like, uh, Jawan Howard got in a fight. I was just watching this game. <laughs> Hit the old DVR uh, backwards. I flip it through. Our guy, shout out to the Capital Region Zone, Andrew Catalan. Great job on the whole breakdown of what happened. So, uh, Wisconsin's up 15. They're actually pretty good. But mm-hmm. Michigan is pressing with mm-hmm. under a minute to go. Now, I don't know what 15-point play Jawad Howard thinks he's going to draw up here with a minute to go. But nonetheless, he is pressing. He's pressing with under 30 seconds to go. Wisconsin calls the T.O. They call a timeout. They want to break the press because they're struggling. Jawan Howard is pissed. He's like, are you seriously calling a timeout here? Up 13. So the handshake line happens. Jawan Howard conveniently is not in the front of the handshake line. He moves his way back. He and the Wisconsin coach get into it. Uh, now, if you watch the video, the Wisconsin coach does grab Jawan Howard first. Yes. They're having a back and forth with one another. And then the Wisconsin assistant coach comes running in like he's the ultimate warrior like yeah. just getting in the guy's face yeah because it's between it's between howard and guard yep howard and guard and then this guy decides he's gonna pop off and again he pops off against the one coach who has the wingspan to catch him and he gets him and, um 
And yeah. by the way, it's not a punch. That is no. a, a smush. It's, what it's not right. Used. It's not right. What it was is wrong. But two, two things that I found the most intriguing about this, right? Number one, when they asked Juwan Howard afterwards, like, you're mad about the timeout, but you're press. No, it's five-man pressure defense. Wait a minute. <laughs> so what's press? What's a full-court press? Is that five-man pressure defense? Just like, the name right, right, right. Like, you blitzed. No, we just went after the quarterback with an extra guy. <laughs> like, um, so I love that. But I do think it's funny. Like The first time you see the videos, it looks like Howard loses it from the rip. It looks like he starts with guard and the whole nine. When you actually see the video take place, he 100% looks at guard and said, I'm not going to forget that. I'm going to remember that. And guard then goes back and starts, like, getting hazy yeah. with, with Howard. And it's like, at that point, Howard contains himself. So, like, should Howard be suspended? 100%. Should guard be suspended? 100%. Like, you can't put your hands on another coach. you gotta be a, gotta be, you got to be above that stuff. But watch, watch what happens with Michigan now. Watch them actually start playing with a little more, a little more fire, a little more thunder. Almost like when a when a coach gets kicked out of a game, you know, two technicals or whatever. Like something's gonna happen. I, I feel, I feel like Howard is getting all the blame, and he he he's not right. I'm a Michigan fan, full disclosure. But guard's got to get some of that blame too. Yes, totally with you. I know he just got fined. He did not get suspended. While Juwan Howard is suspended for the rest of the regular season. The biggest thing is when Jawan Howard opens up his hand, goes for the assistant. Now, I've heard some reports coming there locally in Michigan that he was trying to grab a play. No, he was yeah, not trying no, to grab a player no. out of the fight. That is, no, that is, that's no. too local of a report there out of Ann Arbor yeah. that he's trying to grab. So stop it. If Jawan Howard's hand or fist or whatever does not go over the top at six foot 11 or seven foot, whatever he is and strike somebody yeah. this is not a huge deal it's just a coach and another coach getting each other's face right. back and, after forth. It. and it's not going viral and everything else the big 10 did make the right decision on suspending juan howard for the rest of the regular season thank yeah. god five they, games yep thank god they don't listen to the internet because everyone's like oh my god it's oh. a fireable offense he's done he's this he's that now when you and i were texting about this game without the details of seeing the slowed down replay right. of guard and hearing the context Initially, it looked awful. It looked Yo, like oh, my first, re- my first reply to you was he gone? Yeah, and I wasn't like I wasn't sure if he was fired or you know subpar season compared to what you were hoping. As always at Michigan, everybody thinks Michigan should win all the time. I know I'm one of those people. Um, and and what you see at first, you think he, he might get canned. He might actually he might actually lose his gig over this. But when you do see it all and you slow down, yeah, suspension is is right. Five might be a, a hair steep. Yeah, maybe a three game, two, three game, maybe when you really see it all. But you're right. Like every every time somebody screws up now, fire them. Fire them, fire them, fire them right away. Can you dude, imagine your job? Obviously, you can't put your hands on people at your job. But if you did something compensatory to this is a physical career, physical things sometimes happen. It sucks. It does happen. You got to be punished for it. Can't can't be can't be left unattended. But like if people got if 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 we all lived under that scrutiny, oh my God. How many times I mean, we kind of did live under that scrutiny for a long time, but I no one I no one ever with a real reason wanted me fired. Like like the people just didn't like me. There was um there was one guy who was like always trying to make me a racist. 
And like, like, I do, you know, I think everyone's racist if you're being perfectly honest at some level, but like, I don't, I try not to let that cloud my judgment in any way. Like, it, it, can I tell you a hundred percent certainty? I've never looked at someone and gone, yeah, I don't know about you. And it's like, wait, why don't you know about that person? Oh, cause they don't look like me. Oh, maybe, maybe I have, but like, never have I been in a position where I've had that. Can you imagine just that's your life every day at work? Someone's watching, someone's watching. Like, oh, that dude didn't wash his hands right away. Fire them, fire them. Like that's, 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 what, it. that's what it is. And you know what? To enter your thing, most of it becomes political now because when we had to do the conversations about Kaepernick or sports, yeah. it, that's when it's like, you don't agree with me politically. Ah, right. Get up, right. right. That was, yeah. That might be the, that might be the closest, but I think a lot of people realize too, like for me, that was a flag thing. That wasn't, that was a red, white, and blue color thing. That wasn't a black and white color thing. Yeah. And like, look, guys like Ryan Clark went to Twitter and suggested it had to do with race with Juwan Howard. And just to, to do this whole twist about like social media, we both love Annie Agar. She's people are trying to cancel her today oh my God. because of What's the Jacksonville Jaguar stuff. She took a shot at Eli Apple and the Jags. And people are like, look at this tweet she had when she was 15. That was a joke oh. about Mexico. Like they're not yeah. even bad. Twi- like she's being a comedian. Like relax. Right. Like so that's what happens on social media. But uh, Juwan Howard should not have thrown the punch. That's nope, pretty obvious. Right. Got to be punished. Let, let me ask this other question, too, because this is one I've really thought about. But I hate instigators days. getting away with it, too, though. Guard instigated that, too. He did. Do I love Donovan Sebastian. Yeah. Like Mama said, don't put your hands on people. <laughs> Shout out to Donovan, man. Donovan, she's yeah. wise, wise woman, your mama. Shout out to Donovan. Uh, time to get rid of the handshake line, like post-COVID no. world. Why? I. That's a, like, that's something has to tie us back into good sportsmanship some like i like my my favorite is too like the why do we even play the national anthem we because it's a it's a great moment it reminds us like why why we get to do these things like like these people want to cancel everything like now you're just canceling things like uh should we cancel the handshake that's like hey we fought hard against each other it's over now you're you're a person i'm a person good luck on your next game unless it's against me or hey, screw you very much, screw you very much. <laughs> like yeah. you know, just diffuse the situation a little bit. I think I, it, at the professional level, it's fine. They don't have to get in line like their kids anymore. But when you are representing a city, a university, a college, a high school, I believe, I hope this is what's taught still. That is supposed to be a sign of who you are as that school, in that college, in that university. Like, hey, we as representatives of Michigan, this is how we carry ourselves. Right. And we as representative, whatever colony high school salve high school like this is what people from our area do and that's supposed to be a representation of that area which is really cool i don't think people have that perspective when they're going through the line like they lost or right right but that's really what it should be so yeah i i thought about that just because to eliminate a problem you could well you know somebody wants it somebody's asking but i'm okay with that keep the keep the handshake line if you're not mature enough to handle it that's a reflection on your college university i didn't see the annie agar thing but i saw the 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 photographer who fell off the stage we talked about this over saturday who she fractured her spine people dug back to like 2013 2014 when she she posted like i don't remember what the tweets were they weren't good they weren't good but it's like you this woman falls off a stage and breaks her back and people go i know she must have tweeted something at some point how many tweets do you dig through to get back seven eight years ten years to find just crappy stuff what, what did Annie Agar even tweet? Uh, I just got him up right here for you. Okay. okay. And again, we're going back to 2014. She's probably like 15 years old. Right. Uh, what is it? I'll read them. I don't know much about Seattle, but based on Richard Sherman, I bet they're going to legalize marijuana. Okay. Well, how's that? I don't even know. The, the... I, it used to be you couldn't drink the water in Mexico. Now the cars are made in Flint, not the other way around. 
By the way, a lot of these have quotes. Yeah. So she's like quoting someone else. This is from April 17, 2013. If you strained your hat out, Felix Hernandez, you'd see the strike zone better. This is baseball, not the hood. I mean, that's little, but it's still, it's uh, not bad. Oh, uh, this might be bad. This might be bad. I, uh, I just yeah, see, you know what? I We're just, not going to touch that one. <laughs> I just saw those Kenyans. That's yeah, all yeah, I yeah, saw. Right. Yeah, but still, like, but again, look. yeah, you don't think she's grown at all as a person since 2013? Kelly in Vegas has happened with her. That's why she didn't get an ESPN. I don't care for her. <laughs> no, Kelly, what is it? Which one is uh, Megan Megan making money? money. She yeah. annoys me a lot. She also annoys me because they keep losing. Like, well, she's one of like like Kelly in Vegas is just like I have plays. I'll tell you my plays. Where Megan making money, I think, is more of a. Did you hear me? Did you see me? I'm here. Did you? I'm here. Did you notice? I'm here. I'm whoa, here. Whoa. It's like, oh my god. Yes, I can hear. No one can miss you. You're all right. Um, so that's ba- it. Yeah, college that's basketball it. got it right. With Sean yeah. Howard and uh, yeah, keep the layup line. I mean, you know, and the yeah, and the handshake line and the free throw line, and, whatever and, else. You know, know, just do lines. lines. What? Um... <laughs> Mohawk Honda, 2022 <laughs> pilot. Don't do lines no, not that. <laughs> we'll cut that out on the audio side. No, we won't. We'll leave it. Fine. 2022. <laughs> That's a year, and you want a new vehicle. The place to go is Glenville, New York. Look at us both rocking 2022. Yeah. Thanks to the Mohawk family. You listening right now? You can join that club if you want, just by going to Glenville, New York. Shout out to everybody over there from Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Lindsey Harrington. Wow, we could run through the list of the people. I have not seen Love John me. in service yet with my new vehicle. That is a win for me. How how many days have you had it? Like a week and a half, two weeks, <sighs> almost ten days. So there yeah. you go. John. So you'll see him Countdown soon, John. John, you'll see him soon. Like the old sub shop. X amount of days. Gaz has not shown up to service yet. But it's your time. I love that you didn't say Gaz hasn't wrecked his vehicle. Just that you haven't shown up to service yet. Because we both know you probably hit something by now. No, no, I really haven't. That's how good the EXL is. They tell me. I'm pretty sure. No, it wouldn't. Uh, The Honda vehicles inventory. That's what you're looking for. It's in stock right there. Just ask about it. Stop over Glenville. You and I, by the way. March 10th, we'll be back live at Mohawk Honda. We got some real oh, cool Mark things Honda. planned for that show coming up. Mohawk Honda, new vehicles, people that you can trust during the car buying experience. We know so many people. We like hanging out with these guys because they're great people. You want that. Mohawk Honda, Glenville, New York. Get a new ride. 2022 Levac's in one. I'm in one. Do the same for yourself. Levac and Gaz, they told me I need a new car. Give it to me, Mohawk Honda, right now or else. Walk in the doors and say that. See how it goes. Mohawk Honda, they always go out of their way to please you. If you do it that way, just make when you get through the doors, immediate right, Brian McKenna, give me a new car right now. That's the guy who likes that kind of approach. Um, (laughs) I had a, um, I had, I'm going to call this a gauze moment in my 2022 Silverado Z71 RST pickup. Um, I was, uh, I was, I was, I, I turned a corner. I had stopped for a light, so I was a little bit of an angle, and I was—I think my my passenger side front tire must have been sitting in like a, a pothole or whatever. This is this all comes together. So my truck shuts off when it idles. So it shuts off. Car pulls out behind me. As it's pulling out behind me, it's time for me to move. Foot off the brake onto the gas. Engine kicks. Truck pops out of the pothole. I'm convinced the car behind me hit me. Ooh. Because that's how far, that's how fast right. I just with that perfect scenario, I jerked forward. Um, they didn't, they didn't. Luckily, I just I pulled up and pulled over and checked it before I started flagging them down. Um, in their whatever the hell they were driving. Uh, yeah, so I I almost got into like a full blown male Karen moment over not getting hit because <laughs> I love I love my truck. Like I love my truck. I've never bought a red vehicle for myself before, and I love like 
I walked in, Andy Gelch was like, remember how you're telling me that because you're at Tech East and mitigation drives black, construction drives white, and then, you know, because you're media at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, you want to drive red? I'm like, yeah. He goes, what about that? And I go, now you're just being cruel because there's no way I can drive that truck. That's amazing. He goes, don't say never until we sit down and do the numbers. We did. Not like a month later, my kid's getting the same colored car too. And it's just, it's the, the beauty of it is when you sit down and talk to like Andy Gelcher and, and, and Katie and everybody over Mohawk Chevrolet for me, Mohawk Honda for you. They'll be honest with you. Like, Hey, I want to get a used car for my kid. It's not worth it. Not right now. Get the new one. Do this. Okay. <laughs> Jeff P. Davis. Okay. Right. Um, so, so that's, that's all. That was my Mohawk story. Right, right there. I like it, man. I Very good. Get, I didn't get hit, but I thought I got hit. I thought I thought something hopped up my undercarriage. Um, <laughs> Q and A to end the day. Uh, before we get to Q and A to end the day, real quick, can you should we talk about the movie interview we did yesterday? Oh, with Ryan McCarthy. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so during the day before, Ryan McCarthy hits a few of us up and says, "Would you guys be willing to come on my podcast with friends of Ryan?" That's right, friends of Ryan. No credentials required. It's out now. Um, and, and do your top five sports movies. I instantly said, no, I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I, I don't want to spend time with people. Uh, I hate everyone. Um, and then somehow click the link, ended up in this thing. And as you know, I, it's hard. I can't do a top five. I just can't. Cause I love movies too much. So, but any, any top five list for me is the number one and pretty much only criteria is if this thing shows up on TV, can I walk away from it? Um, or if someone mentions the movie, do I have the immediate urge to go home and pull it up on, you know, prime or whatever? So that's where my top five comes from. You guys are like breaking down lists and criteria and why it should happen in this one and that one. And I found that you all got them wrong. I thought I found that all, almost all your movies are wrong. Uh, I, I want to call it, it was a bit, but maybe it wasn't a planned bit, but at some point in this, oh. as Levesque has explained to you now, put yourself in Levesque shoes, right? Classic top five sports movie thing and Levesque's yeah. probably heard it's this basically conversation. Mount Rushmore plus one right he's heard this conversation a hundred times and somewhere in Levesque's mind he goes oh they're not ready for what I'm about to do so Levesque starts and this is worth listening to he decides to make the tooth fairy with the rock the number one sports movie of all time now I don't Jerk. I don't want to break really character I want to play into the bit here to just drive Ryan insane I just want to be stone-faced like nod like this like Levesque and let let Levesque go because Ryan's a nice guy. He might be like, you know what? Maybe LeVac's being serious. So that's my new thing I want to do. When people ask you and I to do podcast hits together, uh, our guys over at the Trivia Podcast they actually just posted one of our videos of, of Cheeks uh, <laughs> Cheeks Richard is out. If you Google LeVac and Gaz on YouTube and watch the Cheeks Richard video from Trivia. So I think that's what we have I to was do. also drunk for that one, too, <laughs> just so we're clear. You and I, if we ever do podcast hits together, we just have to have a bit going. Where we want to see how long it can go. I failed. I was out in about 30 seconds. I could not stop laughing at Levesque. But that's a new thing. We just have to get with each other. It's like, how long can well, this nonsense it's go almost, long it's they shut better, down? It's better if you don't. See, like, let's be let's be honest. I don't know what I'm going to say. So I can't always prep you. Like, Because I did. I was like, listen, I love the movie 661. It's one of the greatest movies. Caddyshack is on my life. Boom, 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 boom. My number one sports movie is anything with the rock. Number one, the truth, tooth fairy, but then also gridiron gang. Uh, you know, I go through them like right. I, I just start listing Story off rock. King stuck yeah, in there, I start listing off movie. rock movies. I'm like the rundown, phenomenal movie. <laughs> um, and the guy, so there's a guy from a racing podcast. He's on the thing, and you just see his face change from like, yeah, that makes it. Yeah, what the f- is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and 
and the the I, I, spoiler alert if you are going to watch it which don't it's ryan he's terrible um <laughs> he drinks ayahuasca tea it's a thing um and they, ryan goes well is there an awful movie and i'm like yeah feel the dreams terrible terrible effing movie and you would have thought I ripped this Matt guy's soul out. He's like, what kind of evil bastard hates Field of Dreams? This one. This one does. I hate it. Field of Dreams, worst movie ever. It's not just the worst sports movie. It's just a bad, like, it's so overrated. It's so crappy. The amount of people who probably tried to build baseball diamonds in their freaking yards after that just did like, oh, is dad going to come play catch with me? No, he went to get smokes 20 years ago. He's not coming back. <laughs> Mom got fat and you cried too much, so he's out. That's why. Empty Jeff Levac on Twitter, by the That's way. Levac shit on Instagram. By the way, this would be like very on brand for my dad to write in. Wasn't in any of these films. He's on yeah. vacation right now, so that's why he's missing his great opportunities. Are you sure he didn't go get smokes? Did he? I don't think he got smokes. Oh, <laughs> we may never we, see him again. Before we get to Q and A, and today we got a lot of cool comments coming in here. I want to tell you about our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Heard of them? The winner is slowly, maybe. Possibly disappearing. I took a okay. shot at them in that podcast too. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so, yeah. So Tom can go listen to that. 518-272-5922. That's their number. 518-272-5922. Put that in your phone because if you're having issues with your furnace, your boiler, you need somebody to call to figure it out and go through it. Those are the people. Why don't I just go Australian right there? Those oh, are the people. Oh, John Goodman Furnace is her 2% off. If you just say, I want a John Goodman Furnace, I want to upgrade. Johnstone Supply and Troy will give you 2% off. This show is almost bad enough for Ozzy Man to actually like to do it, to narrate it. So maybe we'll get, that's what we need. We need to be so crappy that Ozzy Man comes in and just like, is my face and these guys suck. 518-272-5922. 6th Avenue and Troy, if you maybe you got some time off, maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you work in the school system. You got that winter break going on. Get into Johnstone Supply and Troy. Say, I need stuff to do to stay busy for this winter break. They have competitive prices for those winter projects. Sixth Avenue and Troy, Johnstone Supply and Troy. Check them out on Facebook as well. Tom does a great job updating all that stuff. George, Kevin, James, Rob, the whole crew over there. Kevin James? Not Kevin James, just Kev oh. and then a James. Somehow they're listed back to back. Johnstone Supply and Troy, Furnace Spoilers, Winter Projects. That's your spot. Sixth Avenue, Troy. Kevin James. Kevin James. I'll be there. It's like, Corey. Hi, guys. I know you've missed me. Um, yeah, but my aim is getting better. Uh, I had a long tease for one of the Q&A end days over here. Uh, this is Vidra. Vidra Jane. We just talked about that Ryan podcast. Yeah. For whatever reason, on social media, they wrote to us, is it a crime to feed these innocent animals? What? And it was about cows. I don't know if that's a weight joke at you, me, and Ryan, but someone is very upset that they're not feeding the innocent cows. Huh. <laughs> what the hell happened? That's that that's farm a, animal reference from a, earlier in the a, podcast. Status jack is what that is. That's like when I used to work at GNA, you'd be like, oh, God, I had the greatest day. We did. We went to the, we went to the great escape. We did this. Wish I could go to the great escape. I chewed my own leg off once. What? How did you? Why would you do that? Uh, Bill, and one other one for the weekend. Bill wants to know. Bill, I think a little quick on this one. Wow, Levac called the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Is Levac ready to pick the Rams to repeat next season? Uh, no. It's no, February I'm not. 22nd, no, Bill. Give him a break. No. Uh, my early lean for this year's Super Bowl is... Too early, Levac. Too early. I said early lean. Okay. It's a lean. It's not even a full pick. It's just like... You know, like I'm just going, I'm, I'm leaning into, I'm leaning, leaning into uh, early pick to win the Super Bowl, the Washington Commanders. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, for real. 
I don't. I, I think they could. I laughed because I forgot their name was the Commanders. I yeah. totally forgot. No, I, I don't. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they'll be a playoff team. Okay. I do think they'll be a playoff team. Uh, football on the no. Uh, how many returning players we back with the Albany Empire? I think we're at five, five or six. That's a. That's you know. Ken, I don't do. Ooh. I do not do the roster. We got one from that. Texas coming in here from Ooh. Central Texas. Our Paul Catalina. You remember him from our yeah. radio spots? Paul wrote in about Paul O'Neill. When someone needed two home runs hit, who did Kramer go to? Case closed. It's a true story. It's a true story. Not just for Seinfeld. That's a that's a that's a real thing that I, happened. I know you take heat for your Field of Dreams tank. Yeah. I've tried Seinfeld. I I don't get it. Like mm. I, I like it's not good. I don't think it's funny. I, maybe I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm before Seinfeld, and some people say that ruined Seinfeld because it's just a different, more updated version of Seinfeld. I've tried Seinfeld. I can't do it. Like I I maybe it's I don't know. You know what? You know what hurts. Uh, are you? This is something that's wrong with me, but I feel like it's kind of right with me. If somebody's really good as a character in another show or movie, sometimes I will stay happy or angry with them, no matter what their next character is. So, like Jason Alexander is such a total prick in Shallow Hal that I just can't. I can't. I can't handle him. I can't handle Ooh. him. I just don't. He's so good at being a prick. You know what? I can't let it go. Maybe it's physically like. Uh... One of the great examples of all time is Brian Cranston going from the dad and Malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. to Walter White. Um, I'm going to say no, just because I can't think of an example off the top of my head. But maybe I've done it. I haven't even realized it. Hmm. All right. How about this from uh, from Corey from Greenwich? He, he's got like 60 in here. I'm not going to give you all of them. He's going to do a guys question. Remember when we used to do Monday Mirage? He's still a spell, right? Uh, Real Mirage. Will there be baseball or will baseball start on time? Um, there will be baseball. Uh, and it will start a week late. There, and the Washington Commanders will win the World Series. There will be baseball. I would say you're more likely to get it in the summer. So June, first week of June, I'll give you. All right. All right. You got. You want to do one? I do. I got right. uh, Q&A then today. LeVette guys, Techies Tuesday, live at MVP Arena. I got Tom wrote in, do you guys see the USFL lasting more than five years? Oh, I saw that. I was going to do that one too. Oh, okay. um, more than five. Five is a, I like that number. I like that number from Tom. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I think, I, think you're, I think you're really, really excited if you get to three. I think you're really excited if you get to three because not only are you, are you an upstart league, Who's playing all your games in Alabama, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, if you will? You now are going to have the XFL, who is in bed with the NFL, and you're competing with as much as arena football is a lower level because this is outdoor, arenas indoor. You're competing with a lot of arena football leagues who these guys, some of these guys, don't even have to travel to go play for. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think they're part, they're talking about forty five thousand per guy and all this other stuff. I don't think they can afford it. I think all that's spot on. Uh, we've got too many examples of leagues failing rather than succeeding. And by failing, I mean losing money and just not working out. I mean, you could run through the list of it. I don't know what the – I'm talking like major networks, Fox, CBS, ESPN. These major cable networks are just hoping they get a small cut of football, and they think if we get 20%, I don't know. We'll say 20%. If we get 20% of a football audience, that is still going to make far more money than if we played our replay of Seinfeld or like any other like comedy, drama, paid programming. Their thought process is if it's football, it's better than any other alternative program we're going to air. But the leagues have to make money. I think the cable networks want that success, obviously. But the profit is how much are you going to invest in a business and how much are you going to actually make? That's as simple as it is. So I would also go under five. And I, 
don't like rooting for businesses to fail. And I know someone's probably going to laugh at that comment. Levesque's looking at me because I had such an issue with the Alliance American Football League. And, and the XFL. XFL. Yeah, and, and you were totally I, evil I wasn't the rooting for them to fail. I just You were rooting I, for them never to kick off. No, no. Well, you, you bet me that they would never kick off. And then you had to be the host. Uh, one of our friends, uh, Dave from Ride Premier, yeah. RidePremier.com, Premier Buses, down to the down to MetLife for the game. You in this goofy ass uniform, and me writing, our friend Jamal writing what you have to say into the speaker because you <laughs> lost. Here's what I'll tell you about the kickoff of the XML. I did not believe it was going to happen. Was I rooting for people to lose their job? No, none of that. But at one point, was I hoping that I was right? Yes. So twist that how you want to twist that. Jawan Howard would say, "I'm playing just a press defense." <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, Ryan McCarthy. Appreciate the plug. If you excuse me, I'm gonna enjoy my edibles with some ayahuasca tea. First of all, he knows how to spell ayahuasca. That's a big deal. Um, I would have said that's not true because he's such a like down to earth dude. But his next is he when he went to Cooperstown with Mike James and he told the McDonald's drive through guy that Mike was so hungry he ate his leg. Mike <laughs> had, had to have his leg cut off. The, like Ryan's sense of dark humor, I did not know he had. He I, I now respect him on a higher level, and I do believe he is drinking ayahuasca tea. I do believe God. it. I believe it 100% now. Oh, my that's, God. The Mike that's... James leg joke. <laughs> yeah. With Mike no. in the car. No less. No. Like, good for you. If you're going to do it, you got to do it when the dude can hear you. You know what I mean? You can't yes. You can't play around. Uh, I've only got one other one here that I really am fascinated by. Is okay. this going to happen more often than we realize? We had uh, our, you know, Chantel. Yeah. Who uh, yep. I think you're working with. She yep. tagged us in a bunch of other media members yeah in this strange thing that happened with catskill in cohoes about warming up before games i gotta be honest i looked at it for like a second so if that was the goal <laughs> of that congratulations but i don't know if i'm a fan and this i like chantel i don't know if i'm a fan of random problem on sports that like let's get the media to go get up like remember, yeah. this, remember the kid this was in the bucks won the championship championship we had somebody from that high school tagged every single person who worked locally in media to report on a kid in the yearbook saying in 2021, the Bucks would win the championship. I didn't bite. I don't know what <laughs> happened to you. So if someone's got a story about this I, Catskill Cahos thing. I can, tell, I can, tell, you, I can okay. tell you what happened. So Catskill is, is a very, very good team this year. Cahos is a good team, but not going to not gonna be doing nearly the, the distance that, that Catskill is going to do. They're, they're just not as good as Catskill. Um, the rule in section two for the home team is you cannot warm up on your court the two hours prior to the game. This is basketball. We're yes, okay. correct. Um, upon arriving, Cohoes noticed that Catskill was still on the court when they were not supposed to be. Uh, Albany Academy just broke a rule. I don't know the whole background of that. They were forced to forfeit a game. Whoa. So everyone in Cohoes was kind of like, well, hold on a second. Why isn't Catskill being forced to forfeit this game when they're breaking a rule? And if I'm not mistaken, their head coach is on the committee who makes these rules for Section 2. Ah. So basically what it comes down to is the coach was like, I don't know the rule. Did he not know the rule or did he think you wouldn't know the rule? And should they have been punished? They received a warning from Section 2. That's that's where we're at. Ooh, okay. So it's, it's one of those things like if you're – if you're Cohoes, do you want the win based on based on these guys being forced to forfeit? If you're section two, are you looking at Catskill and going, this is a team that could actually go make some noise and maybe even win states? I'm not going to screw with it. 
It's a very it's a it's a very politically based charged high school argument. All right, I'm glad you set that up that way. I'm glad you look at me. It. I did so, I did homeworks. That was great because Chantel taught me the things. She's oh, nice. Okay, she's very smart. Because when I first heard that, I'm like, come on. Like if you're an underdog and you maybe yeah. like talent wise are getting outplayed by the team, don't complain about the smallest thing because you lost. But hearing that connection to the rules committee, yeah, and someone trying to bend it a little bit. All right, all right, right. I like a little juice in the controversy. <laughs> But let's be let's be real. If you're section two, the last thing you want to do in the world is hurt a team that has a chance to go make a run for you and make a section two team win the win states. So it's it's the worst part about it is section two kind of has a reputation of of flubbing these kind of things, and they may very well have done it again. That's the down part. But I'm going to root for Catskill, just like I I would root for Coes if they were the ones who moved on. That's what I'll do. Section two. Section Tuesday. I huh? remember that. Oh, ah, look at that. We did it. There, there it is. We brought it all back circle. around. Full circle. On a Tuesday. A Tech East Tuesday. Section Tuesday. Two, 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 two. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, you guys, all you guys freaking out about this. February 22nd, 2022. So, two, 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 or whatever the hell it is. Do you know that when you posted it, that you left the two out? Did I? Yeah, so I went back and fixed it because you did two, two twenty-two. I went back and made it two twenty-two twenty-two. I've had four spelling errors today. I deleted two <laughs> tweets before the show. I am struggling with typing today, but that doesn't matter because I deleted it and no one will ever find it. Like we learned today, if you have old tweets, no one's gonna dig up and find them. Oh, uh, sorry, true. my guy Ryan, who uh, he he left his key here. Oh, he did. Yeah. New, guy. <laughs> New guy left his key, huh? Where is he out there? Um, All right. Well, yeah, uh, we're gonna, uh, yeah we got to go let him in. All right, let go him let in. him that's, in. That's, that's gonna... his, yeah, here's a question from Ryan. Will you let me in the damn office, asshole? Um, <laughs> Saturday yeah. morning again is our plan because we got a bunch of shows coming up in is March. It? I believe we're going to be posting Saturday morning. You and I will be potentially are going we, tape again on Friday we night. Gonna, so we're gonna, can we tape like someplace with beer? Is that right, a thing? figure that out. Or actually, I can just drink at my house. I don't really care. Uh, all right. Instant cam real quick. One last question. Where do I think Freddie Freeman will end up? Um, he's a free man. He'll go where he wants. That's that's all I got for you. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, you'll see something or hear something or whatever. Everybody have a great uh, great week. Make sure you get your season tickets for the Albany Empire. 518-714-2200. Extension 101 or 105. We'll answer either one. We don't care. Uh, listen, little advice for you guys. Don't invite me on your podcast unless you love, love being mocked because that's all you're going to get.